90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Hi, you guys. How are you? <laughs> Can you believe we made it to oh, today's show? I, I can't hardly believe it based on technical difficulties and ridiculosity, which I'm not and, even uh, sure is a word, but it makes me feel good to make something up. Let's not mention that in our neck of the woods, we're just all happy to have electricity at our places right now. Yeah, I don't want to rub it in because I know that there's thousands upon thousands of people that are still without. We had a storm system come through uh, where we are in uh, Montreal uh, and in outlying areas into Ontario. Scary situations. Our friend Kelly can speak almost uh, too well about that. So, Kel, we're happy to see you. Thank you, because I wasn't sure I was going to still be around. It was, uh, it was <laughs> scary, very crazy. I've never, yeah. like, we've had some pretty bad storms out here, but I, this was the first time, like, I was, I was legit concerned that maybe Saturday was my last day on the, on the planet. So, wow, yeah, because we, like, I think a lot of us, you must have had it too. Like, our phones started blowing up with like tornado alerts. Yeah, and then, um, and then I went outside to check, and like, I knew we were in trouble, and so uh, my better half was not around at the time. And so I took myself and the two dogs into the basement underneath, like, a metal structure and was uh, really hoping for the best because all of a sudden, like, when you hear the the wind howling in the basement, you know yeah. that it's got to be a significant Ugh. amount if you're hearing that in the basement. Jeez. Wow. And then my, um, my garage uh, flipped over and completely destroyed up against the um, neighbor's trees Whoa. And so I'm just glad nobody was hurt and I wasn't either and the dogs are fine. Except they were cranky with that electricity because we didn't have any for 48 <laughs> hours. So and just the dogs like a, were cranky. Lo- that's like a long time uh in modern day to not have electricity. Like for yeah. us yeah. in like first world problems, you know what I mean? First world problems for sure. And we have access to being able to freeze our food and stuff like that, and that's when it starts to be a, a bit of a concern where did you lose anything food-wise? Oh, yeah. Wise? Oh, yeah. The, the, uh, the fridge and the our, our big freezer that we have in, in another garage, that was okay. Uh, but our fridge and freezer in the house lost it all. And wow. uh, what we were seeing on the news here was that um, people were going to get their uh, cans filled with gas and just sort of have backup for generators, things like that. But there was long lineups and then gas stations were running out of fuel uh, running out of ice, running out of stuff because they too didn't have any power. So scary times. Mm-hmm. But hey, we're all here. We're all here now, thankfully. Yeah. Uh, and we've got a lot to tackle today, actually, because um, we're going to get set to see the uh, new edition of one of uh, our fave bad boys of pop and R&B fame, who seems to have gotten through the storm. So we'll talk about that. Um, another story of resilience uh, with a potentially confusing meditation album. We'll talk about Alanis Morissette and her plans for the future. <laughs> and I'll tell you why I think it's confusing. Uh, Kelly's trivia and a 90s rewind that will take us right back that away to the 90s. Um, and we've got an update, actually, like this just in kind of an update. Uh, from the Aerosmith camp, so we should probably start there. Now, Adam just sent us a message while I was struggling uh, to get into our uh, session for the show for 90s Now Tonight, uh, saying that, uh, in short, Steven Tyler has had a relapse uh, with, um, with, with some medications. Right, Adam? Yeah. Uh, I think it's a uh, pain management pills, right? Or at least that's where the issue started. I don't know how, what happened after, but it's uh, with pain. Uh, pain medicine he was taking for an injury he um, he suffered. 
Which is, uh, it's risky. Anybody with addiction uh, issues knows that you can't just take pain meds, you know, because it's, it's, they're highly, um, I was going to say contagious, which is not the right word. Addictive is the word you're looking for. Uh, But part of their, um, their uh, post to their fans was that, as many of you know, our beloved brother Stephen has worked on his sobriety for many years. After foot surgery to prepare for the stage and the necessity of pain management during the process, he has recently relapsed and voluntarily entered a treatment program to concentrate on his health and recovery. So they're sorry to inform that things have been changed as far as concert dates and stuff like that, but they will continue uh, for the 2022 dates starting in September. And so obviously paying attention to their social media feeds to stay in the loop with regard to uh, progress. Uh, and, you know, it's the balance of wanting the information and, and wanting to cheer on uh, Steven Tyler and yet at the same time respecting his privacy. So, yeah. I'm really proud how quickly they, you know, told the fans and, you know, and him, like, not not that he needed to. I mean, obviously there was commitments with the with the shows, so like he did need to kind of come clean on some some level of it. Although he didn't have to, he could have he could have said he broke his leg, and you know they just would have had to wait. But I think he's probably helped a lot of people by just being honest. Yeah, I agree with you, one hundred percent. Especially because like Sharon, he's been sober for like a long time, correct? He has, and I know there's been a couple of bumps in the in his road. And that's life. I think it's uh, it's the bumps don't define you. Just uh, how you deal with them is what yeah. defines you. So he's uh, he's a a great picture of uh, he's a great success story. And like you say, he's an encouragement to uh, to fans that are going through uh, similar circumstances. And he's in his seventies, right? Yeah, he must be right. Must um, be. and proving that uh, he's human above anything else. He's hey, really it's cool. just another bump. Exactly. Just another bump. Yep. Exactly that. He's also cool. He's super cool. And the idea that he would have to have foot surgery is a lot of uh, how he, I'm not, I don't remember the name of the condition of what he has, but it's basically, you know, uh, um, because of what he does, because of how active he is, because of how he's so agile and probably for many years not wearing proper footwear. Which well, sounds that was, ridiculous. That was Prince's Sorry? issue, right? That was Prince's issue. Yeah. Gosh, well, Prince wore like a nice heeled boot. Always looked good. Made his little behind look good, too. <laughs> that's, the, <laughs> that's the benefit from uh, wearing, you know, heels like that. But there's they, they're they not good for you, you know? Yeah. Well, because I, 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 I think that that in a roundabout way led to Prince not being here with us anymore. Right. Pain meds and yeah. man, it's self-medicating, that kind of thing. Uh, Adam, what are you saying about? Uh... I was saying I'm just googling the Stevens condition. It's called Morden's neuroma. Right. So again, he started wearing proper footwear later on, and it sounds like such a like a, a senior problem, you know. But I think any athlete of any age, uh, and it's I think being a rock and roll singer, the front man to his level of ability, um, you have to wear you know, the proper stuff to, to protect yourself and, and be the best athlete that you can be. So mm-hmm. he's on it, but he had to have surgery likely because of many years of not being on uh, proper footwear. Sounds so unrock and roll, but <laughs> <laughs> it is what yeah. it is. Now, um, I think that we should probably uh, get to some trivia before we get into, you know, one of our favorite bad boys. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> 
90s. <laughs> now, trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong to you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're going to start off with uh, uh, a news and politics question. So this oh, will be thank like, goodness. The, this is right up your alley, especially because Adam went to school about the 90s, remember? So, <laughs> <laughs> he knows. I started he, school just on the other side of the 90s. He knows all of it. Um, <laughs> whose autobiography, published in 1994, was titled Long Walk to Freedom? Adam. Adam? Nels- Nelson Mandela. Adam! That well was an done. educated guess. I cannot say I've read it. I cannot say I've read the biography, but that's just seemed like a, a nice guess. And I think he was released from jail in 1994. Am I correct? Uh, I think it was earlier than 94. Gosh, than I should know that. We should I'm all know Google that. I'm going to Google it. Yeah, we should all know that. I did at the time. Was it not 91? Oh, it was in uh, Febu- February 11th, 1990. There we go. Did he become president in 94? Nice. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, May 10th, 1994, he became president of uh, South Africa. Imagine that. It's crazy. God bless And him. Adam, when did, yeah. it, it hasn't been that long since he passed, right, I don't think? Um, it's funny enough, I was at quiz night the other day, and we had to identify stuff that happened since 2000, mm-hmm. and N- Nelson Mandela's death, death was one of the questions, and I remember we got it quite wrong. Okay. <laughs> Not just um, wrong, but quite wrong. <laughs> some of us argued it happened close to 2000. Some of the people said it happened way later. And the correct answer is 2013. That's what I thought. I thought it was wow. like after 2010. So, okay. So yeah. it's 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 long enough. It's almost 10 years. Yep. But isn't that crazy that it's almost 10 years that he passed away? Like it's bananas. Mm-hmm. But to think of the, uh, the amount of uh, work that he got done even while being imprisoned... And then the impact that he would have had for all of those years out of prison and then as a president. It's remarkable. Yeah. He has um, touched so many different people. And like you said, impact is a great word. I think that's like that's the word when you think of Nelson Mandela, right? So, yeah. And now Adam, I want to read his biography. <laughs> that's all I want to do now. Well, now, and Adam, I, I kind of had that attaboy thing again. Like, good job, Adam. <laughs> attaboy. <laughs> Um, it's funny because I don't know when if that's I read a compliment the... or anything, but I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> it's funny because when I read the question, like I knew I should know it, and I and I knew, but for some reason I'm like, was that Barack Obama? Like, no, too early, too early. For... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so back into sports on this one. Uh, in which year was Shaquille O'Neal the first overall pick in the NBA draft? Sharon, you should know this. Sharon. Oh, Sharon. Sharon, she said, with zero confidence, 1992. Yes! Yeah, that's what I... Oh, I should have said Adam. That was going to be my guess. Oh. Boom! Orlando <laughs> Magic, 1992. I remember seeing him often uh, not making free throws. Yeah. <laughs> that pretty much continued for the length of his career. Yeah. Yeah. Was that a thing? Oh, my God. Yeah. He couldn't... Remember that time, too, for a while, wow. Sharon? Because he was so... Like a, such a huge human, right? Like just big. Mm-hmm. He for a while he would take the ball and just launch it like this. <laughs> like yeah, it was crazy. But it was one of those things that I that you're like you're a professional athlete. Like you're a large man. Granted, that certainly got you in the door. Do you know? But you still have to know how to sink a free throw. No, it was not his thing, <laughs> Sharon. Not his thing. Okay, 
I've got a piece of trivia for you. Okay, I'll take it. it. What was Shaquille O'Neal's average uh, in terms of percentage? How many free throws would he get? 27. In his whole career, you're going for 27%? Yep. I'm going to go with 15. Okay, it's not that bad. It's 52.7. Oh, that is... That's That's way better than I thought. (laughs) It's still bad. It's still bad. But... Yeah, but much more than I was giving him credit. I was super mad, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> 15, that's it. Uh, so are we, uh, oh, no, I got one. Uh, Adam got one. Yep. I should have got two. I should have said Adam faster. <laughs> I'm faster. <laughs> and just for reference, the average free throw of the um, NBA for the past five years guess? has been around. Can I guess? Yeah. Uh, 72%? 74, 75 oh, would be closer close. to the answer. Okay. Like of everybody? That's every, like all together? Yeah, I think that's all teams combined. Wow. It's lower than So I he was hope. way below average. <laughs> way <laughs> below. Way below. Well, you know what, you guys? For the past couple of decades, uh, I think Bobby Brown has made headlines for all the wrong reasons. And certainly we've talked about some of those reasons on 90s now. And we all watched him and Whitney Houston basically implode. Uh, and make a lot of bad choices, that's for sure. But now, after a tour, and um, just about, we're just within the time now where the documentary is, is set to air, Bobby Brown is the calmest and most centered that we have ever seen him, I think. Yeah. Which is crazy. I would agree. When we I, think back... I would, I would nope. say the last several years, actually. Like, she seems like his wife has a very strong influence on his... Uh behavior yeah and not in a weird way because you know you see interviews with in situations like that where people have changed and they marry someone that's a little more controlling it doesn't even seem like she's controlling at all she's just super cool and she seems real with him and 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 him with her which is great yeah if we think back even just 10 years ago 2012 was a huge year Mm -hmm. um uh, whitney houston dying in february he had a birthday less than a week later. Uh, and then he and his now wife, Alicia, married in June of that year. And of course, that's, you know, that sounds good. You throw some addiction issues and, and of course, the death of his daughter and his son. Um, and he's been through the ringer. Mm-hmm. But he's coming out the other side. I think the uh, cathartic process of putting together a documentary of your life uh, probably helps. And then, of course, touring with uh, New Edition, uh, his old pals, who <laughs> my yeah. favorite line of the interview that we saw was him saying, yeah, we should have had that tour uh, sponsored by Ben Gay because we were all broken. <laughs> 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 you get to a certain age where uh, no matter what, like just life sort of, you know, gives you a few extra pounds or, you know, a sore this or a sore that and... The stuff that you could do without even thinking 30 years ago was like, my back. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where he's at. It'll be cool to see that documentary. Yeah, actually. I'm it's looking probably... forward to see. I'm sure there's a whole section in there about his um, uh, love for Janet Jackson. Love is an appreciation or he loved Both. Her. I think uh, he claimed in, because I listened to his audiobook right, from a few years ago. And he right. claimed that they had a thing. Wow. That's a T-H-A-N-G. Yeah. Awesome. She didn't, I don't believe if I'm, because you watched the documentary, I don't, I don't believe she addressed Bobby Brown stuff, right, in her documentary? I'm, I'm blanking right now, but I don't think so. No. I don't recall that at all, so. Yeah. 
put it on the list. There was a few things she didn't address, but I think, you know, in a she addressed quite a bit. Yeah. And to think that there's still stuff, uh, still stones left unturned. I'm still, like, uh, incredulous about the Coca-Cola thing. What like about the, it again? The sponsor so member, like, she was supposed to, right around the time that the the allegations came in, like, mid, mid, uh, mid, like, early, early of the 90s, like, mid, early mm-hmm. 90s, um, she was supposed to sign that Coca-Cola deal because Pepsi had him. Right. And they were going to get her, and that was going to be their big coup. And then when he got all this bad press, they yanked it from her, too. You're talking about her brother. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, that's uh But that's, that's crazy, a... right? Like, she – like, because I was having this discussion recently with someone where it's like there's been enough incidents of involving Michael uh, where and, – and, like, usually – it's usually Michael that would affect her uh, mm-hmm. where, like – it's affected her. Like, like she yeah. lost the Coca-Cola thing. She pushed back the tour because there was bad press and they didn't know, you know, what was the best course of action. So they waited a bit. Like, that's all stuff that it's not her, but because right. her last name's a Jackson. But she took the hit. She took the hit. like, And was asked to take the hit. Right. Right? Which is sort of crappy, too. Mm. But she did it. And it's she, not, you know, good for her for doing it, but... Ultimately, there was some not good for her for having done it, so it's too bad. And probably wasn't reciprocated either. Yeah, well, he was, I, the, he I was think... the priority, right? Pardon? He would have been the priority. Yeah, well, I mean, he's the big brother, right? So, yeah. Love you, Janet. Go get him, Janet. Uh, incidentally, I did watch the uh, the Billboard Awards the presentation to Mary J that she did. Mm-hmm. I can see where Adam may have thought. What he thought about Mary J and the sniffles. What do you think? Um, well, to be honest, I at first I'm like, oh, she's just upset. And then I'm like, she's really sniffly. For the whole thing. For the whole thing. So I don't know. I'm, I'm not I'm in a going with, to know. It's a, it was a cold arena. That could very well be. She never touched <laughs> her nose or anything. I think that would have been a, I think right. it, if it was a, a drug thing, she would have been a lot more fidgety. Um, yeah, I just I think she's worked so hard. Yeah, and I can like, see where Adam was coming from, though. Yeah, for a million percent. But like, also recently, like you know, because her doc came out not that long ago either, right? And so, and she's already like got rid of the ex, like that. You know, that divorce has gone through, from what I understand. So, like, I feel like she's probably in one of the best places of her life. She seemed uber confident, which is nice. Can't you gotta she's MJB. celebrate that? She's MJB. You're damn right she is. And Janet Jackson looked fantastic. Yeah. Did we like have a discussion did... where that outfit that she wore got Googled like more than anybody else's that night? Really, eh? Yeah, like people oh, were can, on the hunt for why. that. Because there was like a fashion, you know, like a fashion article or whatever that came out about the most, the most like viewed and Googled and searched fashions from that night. And Janet beat out everybody. Oh, cool. Well, warranted. She looked fantastic. Yeah. She's just so cool, too, you know? She is. Um, so coming out of uh, Bobby Brown's documentary, which, like I said, should be airing now-ish, right? I should be available so. to us now-ish. Adam, could you quickly Google that for us? I will. Adam's and like we a, can talk. Adam's a Googling machine. He's the man. Uh, we have another documentary to talk about, too. Should we wait for Adam's answer? Well, let's I'm... wait a few seconds. All right. If I Adam can is start quick sticks correctly. with the keyboard. <laughs> Um, Monday, May 30th Nice. Okay, so, is the release date. So within the next week of this recording. 
Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. Well, the next documentary that we can look forward to is uh, Elton John. Oh, sorry, just before we go to Elton. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a two-part documentary, so May 30th and 31st. Sweet. And Adam, oh. I don't know, is it on something that we can watch in Canada? Because I'm not sure. Showtime was A&E. Um, A&E. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, okay, so same as Janet. So great. Okay, cool. Yeah. Right on. So Elton John, a giant of uh in the artist artistic community um and certainly a guy that uh, transcends any uh, confines of uh, any particular decade he's been doing this for six decades now or within six decades and goodbye yellow brick road the final elton john performances and the years that made his legend will feature never before seen archival footage and new interviews perfect timing you come off a pandemic where you have nothing to do but interviews <laughs> mm-hmm. you're gonna get some really great interviews so we can look forward to that um he's still rocking the tour uh which will end in november in uh, los angeles it's incredible that he's uh, committed to sticking to as many dates as possible um Having witnessed uh, Elton John live a number of times, it's so worth it. And this last farewell tour uh, was just like a great big thank you from him um, to the fans and to the music. It was just so nice to to be able to witness it. Uh, and I think that they'll be able to touch on a lot of that in this documentary. So um, date-wise, I don't recall seeing a date, but... I'm tired. So maybe there is a date when it's coming to Disney Plus. <laughs> I do know that. It's Disney Plus. Uh, when? Uh, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> Unless I look to find out the date. But I know it's not this week. So maybe I can find out, be clearer next time on 90s Now. <laughs> Didn't we have homework for Adam, too, for music stuff? Yes. Oh, yes, and I did not do it. What oh, was it? it was what Arrested was Development. Because I'm wasn't also it? tired. Wasn't it Arrested Development? Yes. Yeah. Was that what it was? Do oh. you guys hear what's playing here? Yeah, yes. we're not supposed to be playing stuff in our show, though. <laughs> I know. It's okay. I. It, it's all right. It's gone. It's gone. I didn't hear anything. I don't <laughs> okay, know what you're great. talking about. <laughs> um, so I have just a headline about uh, the next little bit of information, so I'm hoping you can fill in the gaps for me. Mm-hmm. And that is that Alanis Morissette will be uh, making a new album. Um, is she? But it's a meditation album. <laughs> How does that work? How, exactly. And here's why I think it could be potentially confusing is that in her delivery of, you know, she has her own sort of unique style of, of you know, ramming as much as many s- syllables <laughs> in where you would only find one. Yeah. Uh, it's a great it's completely unique and it's so Alanis, but I think imagine if she applies that to meditation. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, are you able to fill in the gaps for me? Please let me know. I know it's happening in June 17th, right? I think I saw that. Yeah. I know nothing. Okay. Um, there's, there's, so there's one track that's been released. It's called safety and path in paradise. Oh, it's many 11 words. minutes many long. Words. 11 minutes long, so lots of words, lots of minutes. It's like a Taylor Swift <laughs> remix. <laughs> yeah, what's it called? All Too Well. That's what the Taylor Swift uh, song is called. Wow. Um, that's all I know. 
Well, I know I that she said a, that obviously enough. like meditations helped her a bunch, you know, throughout her life, especially because she's, she's had um, like, you know, crazy postpartum stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then anxiety and all that. So I'm assuming that's all part of like uh, has influenced, you know, why she got into meditation in the first place and all that stuff. So I think, I think it'll be interesting to say the least. Yeah. I, I think anything that she tackles uh, from an artistic standpoint is worth uh, worth experiencing. So, And I sent you cool. guys, like, I feel like we talked about this maybe four or five episodes ago when they did the, like, orchestral version of You Ought to Know. Remember when I sent yeah. that? Yeah. Yep. That was one of the coolest things I've ever heard and seen. Mm-hmm. Like, She's You neat. Ought to Know with, like, an orchestra? Bananas. Yep. But the real question is, um, when will we be treated to the meditation tour? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody Imagine bring your yoga mats. Tour. Who, would you, who would you get to open up on that one? Because you you need to have somebody keep you awake till Alanis kicks in, but you can't have anybody too energetic. Blink one eighty two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Imagine. a cool tour would be? Alanis and Avril Lavigne. Yeah, that would be cool. Do that- they really reach and talk to the same crowd though? Uh, Music lovers. It just would be cool, like two, you know, ridiculous Canadian females, like talented beyond words. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Well, you know what? Alanis was uh, was doing her thing um, on the charts around this time in 1996. So you know what? She's a part of our 90s Rewind. We love it. Oh. Yeah. Ironic. Nothing oh. about nothing about the song was ironic, by the way. But ironic in and of itself was another great big reason why Jagged Little Pill was such an amazing album from Alanis Morissette. So we were still digging that in uh, 1996. Another Canadian made her way onto the top 40 in North America. Jan Arden, who was on tour, just mm. uh, did a show in Montreal last week. Did you go? And I did not go. Okay. Uh, I, uh, we were offered to go and we had something else that night, so we didn't go. Um, and Jan Arden is a great performer. She obviously can write a song and sing it. She's a beautiful voice. Um, she is funny. Oh my gosh. And so you get treated to this great sense of humor and a beautiful music at the same time. So that's Jan nice. Arden. And Insensitive was a song that we were hearing around this time in 96. Uh, Whitney Houston, we've spoken about her a little bit on the show, but we paired her with Cece Winans and Count On Me. Wasn't that on the Waiting to Exhale album? I want to say yes. Then you should say yes. Saying it with confidence, but <laughs> uncertain. So yes, Google ma'am. Fingers Adam is going to check for us. <laughs> hey, googly. <laughs> Beautiful song, though. And that uh, that album was amazing. That movie was awesome, too. Uh, and Count On Me, just a wonderful song and a nice segue into uh, something new from Coolio, who was also it, counting. It was on Waiting to, exa- to it was, uh, Exhale. Nice. I Congrats, felt I Kelly. was moving on confidently. <laughs> <laughs> so to go, to go from Count On Me into one, two, three, four, something new from Coolio uh, was also pretty cool. And because it's always good. Makes us feel good to think and talk about George Michael. Fast Love was getting us oh. moving back around this time in 1996. That was such a great, oh. great song. Great Honestly, song. I was talking to somebody the other day about seeing George Michael on that tour that came... Maybe 08, last 2008? Time. Yeah. Yep. And uh, honestly, one of the best shows I've ever seen. We didn't stop moving the whole night. Except when he took that 20-minute break in the middle. 
<laughs> well, then we could towel off a bit because honest yeah. to God. But that was... was my first. I don't know if that's a British thing because that was my first concert where like that was like a pop concert where there was like like a like a stop time, you know, for like and then they actually do you remember Sharon like up on the big screen it actually counted down from 20 minutes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. I was just reading today. I was doing a quiz about um, the year 1977 and that Ooh, includes fun. Pink Floyd's show at the Olympic Stadium here in Montreal. Nice. And I was reading about the show, and it said at one point they actually took a 30-minute break. And I was like, this is the first time I've ever heard about a, a band or a group or an artist taking an actual, like, a two-part show and have a 20, 30-minute break in the middle. It seems anti-climactic. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't know what's the word, but I'm not a fan. <laughs> not it's a so fan. you could, uh, especially at the Olympic Stadium, hey, we're going to take a 30-minute break so you can go to the washroom. What? Or grab two, three more beers. <laughs> or grab, exactly. That's probably what people did. And then miss the show coming back because you're still in line for that yep. beer. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I saw George yeah. Michael actually at this Olympic Stadium in uh, 1987. Yeah, that makes sense. My sister was at that show. It was awesome. Where? He what ran. Stadium? He ran. He was going side to side from each side of the stage. And the capacity at uh, the Big O is like 55,000. Um, and they were loving him. It was amazing. And do you, do you remember that? Because my sister, I remember my sister telling me that when she got home, he came in from the audience. Does that make sense? She remembered like where Possible, she was yeah. sitting, like all of a sudden, like the spotlight came on or something. And it's like this figure went flying down and she's like, that was him. Like he came in from the audience, like wow. some, you know, wherever she wasn't, she was not too far from his entrance. So. Uh, it was a cool experience to be at a show that large, and yet at the same time, there's nothing good about seeing a show at the <laughs> Olympic Stadium. The sound is horrible. I think it's just the vibe and the fact that you get to be there, but aside Did from I that, tell you I'm going to a big stadium show this summer? Which, which one? one? Uh, I'm going to New Jersey to see Lady Gaga with a <gasps> friend of mine. My friend is the, probably one of the biggest fans of Lady Gaga, um, so he actually bought tickets like in the pit <laughs> whoa like early admission we're gonna be like we're we're, we're gonna be on the gate and mm. i've never experienced that for a show so i think the it's at the city field yep nice. i think there's like an eighty thousand people capacity Isn't i think that the show the sold out Giants play i think so I uh think so, it yeah. might be yeah i think it is wow uh, adam you're gonna cool. have to no bulk roof. up you're gonna have to bulk up a little bit like, i know everything's gonna be okay start eating some um, carbs I just hope it's not going to rain because there's no roof on the on the stadium. So. Oh yeah, please but, yeah, wear it's gonna a be, Kevlar vest. It's going to be an amazing experience. Okay, perfect. You could wear a little. Yeah, you can get one of those uh, rain jackets that fits in your pocket. But you know what? It might be like we think it's going to be a stage with like um, uh, in passerelle. What's the English word for that? Passerelle. Um, passerelle. Like where like, you uh, mean like, like a like like there's what? like there's the main stage. Oh yeah. And then there's so something like an, that a, like does a, a, a U shape. Oh, catwalk maybe. Yeah, a catwalk. catwalk. Yeah. And then there's so there's place in the middle, and we think that's where we're going to be. Oh, that's so if exciting! That's the case. We like I won't get trampled because there won't be like twenty thousand of us in there. So wow. please well, don't, get don't get trampled, little Adam. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> How exciting! Well, yeah. So can't wait. That's... First experience for in a in a big stadium concert. Well, you know what I talk about. It's not every big stadium that sounds bad. The big O. Particularly sounds bad. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> not I heard, I heard not made for about, shows. Uh, I heard complaints about the, was it the girly show that she did there? Madonna? Oh, yeah, I saw that. It was, yeah, not good. Yeah. And I slept, I slept outside for tickets for that show. Wow. 
ridiculous. Before you quickly wrap it up, um, we got a message from some of our uh, fans. They enjoy our segment listener mail. Oh, very nice. So they so so that's something cool. So again, a quick shout out um, to your buddy Carolyn, who absolutely loves the show. And She's good people. Rachel, I love honestly God, Rachel is the Ra- Rachel studies our show. She legit studies our show and comments on <laughs> Rachel. every show. Ma- yeah. <laughs> on every major co- topic that we do, so we appreciate that. And I um, I also wanted to just let people know if you happen to be a fan of dance, uh you can check dance. out the latest interview on the Kelly Alexander show cuz we just interviewed uh Lori Spazit uh who danced on the All for You tour with Janet back in 2001. Cool. Nice. Very good. And she actually answers, Sharon, you should watch it, um, the main difference of dancing for Madonna versus Janet. Really? I'd be curious to hear that. Yeah, it was, uh, and she's amazing. Like, Lori is one of the sweetest people you'd ever get to meet. And she was really, it was just interesting to hear because she's she's worked with both. Mm -hmm. And she had an honest answer about how different, like, in the choreography or just working with Madonna? um, Just their tone, like their tone in rehearsal. Okay. So I'm going to guess that Janet is nicer. <laughs> I'm going to guess that too. <laughs> Not saying Madonna was a total. No, and she didn't word, say any, there was but... nothing bad to say about Madonna. Just two different tones, and and yeah. and okay. as we know, like Madonna is very much a go-getter, right? Like, yeah. and mm. Janet is too, but in different yeah. ways of of getting there. Nice. No, okay, well, we'll go and listen to the episode then. You can yeah. watch it. You can watch it too on our YouTube channel. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Yep. Cool. All right. Well, that's it. Bye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I require a dismount. So uh, <laughs> thank you, everybody. Thanks, Kel. Thanks, Adam. Uh, stay Thanks, safe, Sharon. everybody. Um, Kel, with your situation, here's to uh, calm Here's to breezes. mass cleanup. Here's to mass cleanup <laughs> and a nice breeze, not a dangerous one. Uh, Adam, uh, ahead of seeing Lady Gaga, I'll see you at work. And uh, you should probably <laughs> everybody else. Thank you for listening to 90s now. Finding us wherever you are or wherever we are, findable, which is pretty much everywhere. Thank you for doing that and passing on the good word. We appreciate it. So, thank you for listening to 90s now, still happening.